Good morning to you, Kyle. It's uh, a bit a bit dewy. It's um, uh, I'm trying to think of what happens in the morning. It's it's um, <laughs> sun's coming. You've up never seen a morning before. Just slowly, hardly, barely ever. Uh, to to be honest, I am having a hard time acclimating to the fact. That it stays light until like 9.30 p.m. now. Uh, I don't... It's What do you mean it stays light? What are you talking about? The sun just is... It. It's like, okay, well over the hills, yes, in, in setting. And it's like, it's uh-huh. like 9 p.m. at that point. Uh-huh. And yeah. then you, you look back outside and it's still... It's still kind of like someone left the light on in the bathroom at 9:30 and it's it's just it like just got dark now. Is it is it ruining your your sleep schedule? Is it not is it at all affecting I'm, how you wake up? Mm, maybe a little bit. Uh last time I did talk about me tracking my sleep with this new fangled google machine with the sonar detection and everything uh it's working it's working out okay it hasn't gotten my cat the last couple of nights so that's been helpful it's more representative me you know my my sleep you're you're getting accurate data uh well i don't know i don't know about accuracy (laughs) i know about you know a consistency um Mm -hmm. and the hopefully hopefully the the cat sleep is not you know going to uh alert my doctor or anything i don't know i don't know if that's the case or not is that, or, is that or it shows up measuring it, shows, it yeah or it shows up on my my time card and says like no kyle couldn't have been working he was asleep in bed it's 2 30 p.m <laughs> it's yeah that's exactly right you have your the the google hub is watching anybody who sleeps in your bed or anything i suppose with the cats and then immediately the monitor will will alert your superiors that someone is sleeping on the job and and when they go to reprimand you they call you up and you're already on a call and right they're like excuse me kyle are you sleeping right now and you're like how could I be sleeping? I just answered the phone. I'm just, and I said, did I wake you up? And then you say, yes, it's true. What I'm thinking though, is that there's a market for (laughs) sleep trackers for cats so that you know how long they sleep. Yeah. Maybe, maybe you're using this in the entirely wrong way. Google didn't want you to use the sleep function. They want the cats to get measured only cats, right? They only want the cat's uh, sleep activity to be monitored. And then they can send you the report because you are the manager of the cats. 
Yes, it's definitely their secret plan to try to... You don't even know? <laughs> I have no idea what they would do with, with cat data. I really I'll don't. tell you exactly what they're going to do. They're going to buy the flat cat Kickstarter mm. and then use all this sleep data to generate a more realistic sleeping cat that sleeps at the exact right times of the day. How much does it actually move during the sleep? Uh, does it does it meow walk in its sleep? Right. Um, so I, I think Google Google a hey, hey, flat cat Kickstarter. You got a buyer. Guaranteed. Do you, do, <laughs> I don't know if I've ever seen a cat sleepwalk, but that it sounds cute, but probably is dangerous if you have stairs or something, you know. Um, oh, no, no. I def, definitely. It, I had I had a cat on my lap today. One one of my cats, and uh-huh. they did not get off for roughly two hours. And when I was like, "All right, kitty," like I. My watch to my watch has decided to tell me twice that I need to get up, so I, I got to get up. I tried to move him over, and he just like flopped onto the floor like a sack of potatoes. Just made a big old, big old noisy sound with all all twenty five of his paws, and um, it was <laughs> fairly it was fairly annoying. Uh, for for both him and and does, I, does the cat weigh? Does the cat weigh the same as the sack of potatoes? Yes, but is definitely more compact. It would be like <laughs> if you if you compacted the the potatoes um, into some kind oh, of compact potato brick situation. Um, <laughs> okay, so cat density is higher than potato density. Much higher. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> this is a good equivalency that we can generate for the future of Flat Cat. I have no idea what we're even talking about. T- talk to me about, though, your brand new device sigh that you've received over the... Did you get multiples? <laughs> I don't remember. <laughs> that's, not the, that's not the plural. <laughs> It's not a cactus. What? <laughs> <laughs> hmm. No, I got the new iMac. Ha! Ah, very good. It, oh, it's back. I forgot, folks. It's back. Uh, wait, where's the sounds? Gotta find the very good. No, 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 no. That's not the one. That's not mapped right. Very good. Garco. I can't find it. Toilet. Oh, no. <laughs> Every time you play the one where I say toilet, I crack up because I, I don't know why that day I said it weird. Yeah. Yeah. But I think I do say toilet weird. Do I say toilet weird? Toilet. It <laughs> makes me you laugh. Do. I, I guess I do. Uh, I, I shouldn't think of it. No, because when I'm conscious of of the the spelling, the T O I L E T toilet toilet, if I just you know, toilet, okay, go to the toilet. I sound drunk now. <laughs> anyway, I got the new iMac. Yeah, uh-huh. um, tell me about it. It's 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 blazing fast. Everything if everything is running perfectly, 
Um, simultaneously, my logic runs fantastic. Um, I've got little less space than I had on my 27 inch iMac, um, like screen real estate, but it's hardly noticeable. The thing that is noticeable is the physical real estate uh, on my desk. Mm-hmm. But it's not a mm-hmm. giant, massive TV anymore that weighed like a the it weighed as much as a tube television. Now this thing weighs mm-hmm. less than ten pounds. It's way easier to uh, fit anywhere. Just toss uh, around the room. So yeah, exactly. Yeah, just frisbee it across uh, to can the next you, person who needs it. Uh, can you mount it? Yes, like you a have picture to frame. Oh. <laughs> Yeah, let me get some hooks and just. I mean, why just, not? No, Kyle. You why can, not? Uh, you can no, stop. Stop fantasizing about, what, about ooh, hanging what? new iMac. I wonder what it would be like just to hang a iMac with a white bezel right onto the wall. It looked just like a picture frame. Very thin. You know what? You and I talked about this, I think mm-hmm. it was yesterday or the day before, about these white bezels. Yes. And it was kind of the, uh, it was one of the design choices that a lot of Apple tech guys were going, oh, I don't really know about white bezels, but oh, give me the black bezels. Yeah, exactly. And and people also didn't like the chin um, on the IMAX. And having it and using it and looking at it for the last couple of days, First of all, you don't even notice white bezels after a while unless you're unless you're using it for like photo editing, which is kind of a niche market um, or I, I say that because I don't do it. But unless you're staring at the edges of your screen, you're not going to notice it. It's going to blend much better into the background or the wall behind you or sorry, the wall behind the computer much better. Now, the other thing is the chin and a lot of people are saying, well, just make it a little bit thicker and put all the computer stuff behind the display. Sure. Sounds like a great idea, except then it would just be a rectangle, a white bezeled rectangle on your desk. This is the iMac look. This is what they want. They want you to look at this. You'd so. lose the color. It would be it's like getting iPhones these days and them having a specific color. You, you right. get it. The whole front of it is black, black glass, and then you cover the rest of it with a case and you never notice. Now, what I'm wondering is, what is this market going to look like for third-party accessories for cases for that thing? Is there going to be bumpers? Is there going to be a silicon case that I can wrap around the whole thing so that it doesn't get bumped and bruised on on things? Are you talking about the... The iMac? Uh-huh. Why would I, you... I want why? a silicon case like this for the entire computer that snaps onto it. So in the event that somebody trips over the uh, magnetic locking power cord... Mm-hmm. Rips it off it the drags wall. drags the computer <laughs> right off the picture hooks... That's right. <laughs> ...you're hanging it on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So someone has to get really close to the wall to trip on that cable. <laughs> um, I'm, I'm just wondering how can I make a desk where 
the IMAX in the wall and maybe I like slot my hands into the wall into like a cubby hole where the where the keyboard is and then you know there's like a so another you want to have your face for the mouse <laughs> you want to have your face I want to have my face like four inches touching from the wall <laughs> the, yeah mm-hmm. yeah okay yes yeah you got a problem there I think you need a stronger prescription <laughs> <laughs> that's my problem uh, point uh point taken. point taken i do need to update my prescription i feel safe about going to the doctor now so maybe i'll i'll go ahead and do that it's been uh it's been a while it's been it it has it has been a while uh speaking of new apple things in households mine has one too now it's the apple tv the 4k one with the new remote on it yeah and how is it uh, Spotify doesn't work like at all. Boo-hoo. I've yeah, that's about it. How do you, you uninstall what? No, apps? No, 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 what? I I'm confused on that. See, you got a listener. I was on the second second generation. I was on the second generation Apple TV, which was the like pre App Store version. Didn't have any yeah. of that. Didn't have HomeKit. Didn't have. Uh-uh. Nope. Doesn't have it. Doesn't work that way. Can't okay. do it. All right. So I know that you're looking at the Zoom call right now, right? You can see my video. Yes. I'm going to give you a live demo of how to do all of this those things. Gonna, that just oh, this is going to be great for the listeners. The people who are listening to this show with their ears instead of their eyes and well, it's also because I can explain it very well and draw sure. and I can tell me, draw a picture. I can't paint a picture. I can draw. One. You'll draw one with your <laughs> rubby chili fingers. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, that's that's a gross picture. Anyway. Um, OK, so what was the first thing you had to delete an app? Yes. Is that hold what it. your question was? Do you okay. hold it? So you hold. Yes. You select it. Right. You have it. You're hovering over it. You hold the select button. Until it's shaking, mm-hmm. it's wobbling, it's, it's in wobble it's mode. It's jiggling, yep. Right, and then you press the play button. And it gives you some options, like huh. delete. So and move to a new folder. That's not intuitive, but all right. Once you know I'll it, go it, with is it I guess. <laughs> uh, what was the other thing you needed to know? Spotify. Let's see if Spotify works on my device. Oops, I'm moving around the app because it was still in jiggle mode. Okay, let's go to Spotify. And yeah, it doesn't do that. My doesn't, launches doesn't doesn't do that at all. Okay. Yeah. That's you'll just need to delete uh, it and reinstall it probably. Uh, yeah, no, I I figured that you couldn't delete things, so that was where I that's again, day 1. I'm I'm here on day 1. I'm learning things. I'm uh getting acclimated yeah. to this this new technology. Do you like this remote? Because I like you haven't how used I, I, a, a, one of the old Siri remotes, right? I I've used I've used one before. It's I it, it, too short in terms like vertically. It was um, so polarizing. I yeah. liked easy I liked, to lose. Oh yeah, terrible yes. touch surface mm-hmm. uh, for movement mm-hmm. and selection. Uh, uh, scrabbling was awful because you could. At one second, you're going really slow, and then your finger slips a little bit, and you're at the end of the episode. Sure. Right. 
there's no middle ground. I like the the new remote thickness. Um, That's a weird thing to say. It it but the way it's shaped is more contour. Yes, thicker, more contour to your hand. Um, the last remote <laughs> I used was the one that was kind of it like bulged in the middle and then it got really thin on the edges and it would like we're still talking about the remote right yes and it would like cut your hand if you held it on the side right and it had a it had a menu a play a, mm-hmm. and a selection wheel right that was cur- cur- well and the selection wheel wasn't a selection it was like up down left right it did not go you couldn't right s- squ- you couldn't squirrel the wheel you know yeah i couldn't what the wheel yeah i was i was asking (laughs) i was asking my wife um because we hated the the other siri remote we just hated it we always lost it too it it was thin enough to fall into the cracks of our sofa Mm -hmm. and and very slippery of course yeah well the last place that you would look for the remote at now is in the cracks of the sofa we always, because we have a two-year-old running around, where we just assume she has clearly taken the remote and hidden it somewhere. Mm. Um, but now these new remotes, they're larger. They are made of some sort of gunmetal or something. I don't know. Aluminum. The, Aluminium. Sure. Um, there you go. That's the right one, I guess. Is there a bigger battery? Why can't they put an ear tag in here? Anyway, that's it. Those are those are questions I cannot answer as someone who did not work on the product nor has oh, okay. answers about it. You could ask them if you if you'd like. Uh, I just did. They're listening, right? Nope. Oh. That's uh, again. That's day one for me. <laughs> I don't really have much else to say uh, about it at this time. I you what you should do is you should you should find more questions to ask about your device that you have no idea about. And I'll try to answer them. Uh, I assumed great live live. I assumed that it didn't have picture picture in picture, um, which it kind of does and does not. It really depends. Uh, You don't get it out of the box. You got to You got to build into it, which is frustrating. If you use the first party things, fine. I get it. Fine. Um, I promise you won't use picture in picture. It is not a useful thing on this. Oh, I did to device. I did today. So, oh, what did you, what did you do? Picture in picture. Uh, so running my, um, exercise app in the background and then watching a movie on the picture in picture while the exercise thing is going on the, the biking application. And then you've got a little picture in picture of, of the movie being played it's pretty cool what movie did you watch rocky no just you know 30 minutes of youtube mostly that's not a movie well that's youtube i don't know what kids are calling it these days it's (laughs) a moving picture one of those nickelodeons that i went to and brought brought one back home the moving pictures you know (laughs) Yeah, the two cents. Hmm. That's that's my two cents. Um. So I guess I'll, ha- I'll 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 we'll be back to the Apple TV corner 
here on on this program. If you're looking for more Apple TV content uh, with more of a gaming bend, you can go to goodstuff.network slash 25C and listen to Chris and Nick talk about their experiences with... um, Yeah, they're going to be running Apple Arcade through the new device. I'm very excited. I want to hear about the controller experience. I need to know about that. Got to know about the good, good games. Uh, And let me let me just uh, quickly add, I did just read an article, I don't know, a couple hours ago that came out. There are uh, rising rumors that Netflix wants to be the Netflix of video games. So that's on the horizon, perhaps. <sighs> this whole this whole Elon Internet stuff's really got to improve if I'm going to be streaming literally everything into my living room. I just don't know. I just don't know if I can handle it. I'm going to be behind behind the times. Just give me give me the discs. To pl- give me the cartridges to blow in and that's all I need in my life. Okay. These are today's headlines. I think we spent about 20 minutes in that intro. So what are the headlines? Oh, that's right. There's none. There's no headlines. <laughs> we got to keep them. Com- Consistency on the Q lab. I just went right to the next one. Who cares? Today's special is. I really hope. Why are we not celebrating this right now? Today's special is it's National, National Wine Day. That's right. National oh, Wine Day. Oh, why? Why does it have to be this day? Oh. Uh. The, you hit some sort of frequency uh, that uh, <laughs> got really loud in my headphones. Uh, like it, it, it's like it's like uh, bone resonating frequency. <laughs> it like rattled my skull, shattering shattering uh, bones. That's right. Kyle, Do we have to talk day. about this day today, really, of all days? Do we? Oh, no, a new clip. Do we? Do we? <laughs> oh, my gosh. Uh, <clears throat> it's a good thing you live out in the middle of nowhere. You're editing this one, so I don't I don't really care anymore. It's Okay. Um, Kyle, it is National Wine Day, but not the kind of wine that you're doing, you idiot. Oh, it's National Wine Day, the kind that you drink. Well, if you're an adult, our our listeners are drinking this up. That's for sure. My 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 demeanor. My uh, you had the right idea. We should definitely have been partaking in this National Day. You would think by the fact that it's 25 minutes into this episode that we definitely were already. But that's not the case, listener. No, that's that's a different show entirely. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I did want to just kind of rattle off a few quick facts about National Wine Day. Okay. And ne- not necessarily about the day, but kind of relating to the day. There are actually 17 
national wine days throughout the year related to like national red wine day, which is on August 28th or national white wine day, which is on August 3rd or, you know, a variety of wine day as the national day. But today is the all encompassing wine day. So it's, it's important. You can, you can enjoy any variety you'd like. I don't, box wine, I don't want to, though. I really don't want to. Just get some, some Welch's grape juice. Make it, make it old. Why can't it just be old juice that has grapes in it? Why? Why? Well, now here's the thing. I did want to. <laughs> that's that's the frequency. Uh, I did want to really quick touch on an article from uh, the takeout that came out today or right. was updated today. Um, it's actually an article from. Let me check the original date. Uh, August twenty seventh of twenty twenty. They were talking about when California was having all their wildfires last year. Which fantastic timing, wildfires. Uh, twenty twenty was great. There was a lot of fear that the smoke and fires and everything in Northern California were going to wreak havoc with the vineyards and with the winemaking process. Um, and they, the article was about, you know, what if, right? What if next year's harvest makes awful wine, right? Uh, smoky wine, which Sounds cool to like a barbecue connoisseur, but not necessarily to a wine connoisseur. So, mm-hmm. um, like I said, there was a lot of fear and they updated the article today or sorry, yesterday. And it says that through um, a UC Davis wine research, they actually did take a sample of 2020 wine from a vineyard battling the effects of smoke taint. And I want to read actually what, what the article says. Uh, it, it's this, uh, let's see, Chase Kane is a reporter. They, they say, I've covered enough wildfires as a journalist that I can actually smell some of that smell from just being at a wildfire. Oh, um, as he puts his awkward. nose, as he puts his nose up to the glass, he then takes a sip. He says, it's not good with a laugh. And then he says, it tastes like wine, but it's like licking an ashtray. Toilet. Oh no, that's that's awful news. That's awful, awful, awful news. Now, it could be that this is a sample from a single grower uh, who was like in direct line or right underneath all of the ash that was falling, right? Um, but it's uh, wildfires, as you know, were a huge part of California as a whole last year and, and continue uh, to be. Exactly. Yeah. Every year we're going to have even worse wildfires. And I actually, so I I was digging a little deeper into this story and um, I was able to find an interview. uh, And so I've, I've pulled an excerpt from, from the actual interview uh, with, with a quote from him. Okay, go ahead. Play it. I have the Taco Bell instead, please. The reporter, after drinking a $100 bottle of wine, said, I'd rather have Taco Bell. Could I have the now, Taco if Bell ta- instead, please? If the Taco Bell Cantina can sell Taco Bell wine 
for right? on the dollar menu? Right? I don't know, right? Yes, but make it taste make it taste like Baja Blast. <laughs> could I could I get could I have the Taco Bell instead, please? Could I get Baja Blast, smoked Baja Blast, please? Just just a like a, a kiss of smoke on on the blast, you know? <laughs> I need it. Smoke blast. I need it. I need it in my life. Well, that's sad about. Oh, we don't hear them whining. Oh, we don't. Well, I mean, the California wine industry employs hundreds of thousands of people. It's a it's a very, very large industry in this state. Mm. And if everybody's drinking smoky wine around the world because of it. And then not buying anymore. That's a bad gasp. So anyway. It's, you know, it's National Wine Day, a good day to celebrate and then also be extremely worried about the state's economy. Just, you know, buy some and drain pour it. It's fine. That's what we'll do. Uh, that means, um, well, I guess I was supposed to kind of intro out of the last one by having uh, like a part where I where I pause and then I do... I do the thing where I slowly work my way into the next segment, but this is going to have to suffice. We will, we will eat food. We will, we will eat food. Which ballpark bite is best? It's a food fight. An MLB food fight presented by MasterCard, to be exact, to determine the best ballpark food in baseball this year. Complete your bracket today, and you can win tickets to a future game to enjoy your favorite food in person. Do you have a favorite food from ballparks? Don't say garlic so fries, because that's, that's horrible. They're horrific. At the There is an experience to be had, yes, I agree, but objectively those garlic fries are some of the worst that you get on the planet i would rather eat them from a garbage can than eat them at the ballpark that's how they make them right Uh uh-huh they make a huge 55 gallon garbage cans worth of garlic fries and then they piece them out as you come up into the the hour-long line Mm -hmm. at oracle park Pack Bell. It's Pack Bell forever, right? It is AT&T. AT&T? Yeah. yeah. Nah, Pac-Bell no, Park. I know. Singular wireless It opened as Pac-Bell Park. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so. I was going to say, yeah. I was, I mean, honestly, a little bit was, yeah, garlic fries. It, mm-hmm. But it's like a, it's like a given if you go to a Giants game because it's. The, if you walk at all around yeah. any of the food stalls, it, everything smells like garlic fries. Mm-hmm. No sure. one can, no one can discern any other food. I live next but, to Gilroy, so I'm kind of over it. To be honest, it's all, yeah. it's just a lot. However, mm. however, I did do a little bit of, um, early scouting on the bracket here and I, looking I got, at all of it. the other selections. Mm hmm. And I got to say about half of them would completely trounce any garlic fry 
even if it was a perfect garlic fry, half of these are better. Yeah. Just from just from the word, just from the title of 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 the food item, I'm already on board. All right. Well, let's hit them uh, down the list. We're gonna fill out a bracket. Are we filling out the same bracket? If we disagree, are you filling out your own bracket? Is that is that how we're no? We're you should do it? you should fill out the good stuff morning show bracket. All right. For us, I did already proper. submit a bracket just to put the giants ahead, just as fan service. All right. All right. So we're going to go round one, line by line. This is where, uh, listener, if you are not on board, uh, time to abandon ship. Good morning. See you uh, later. Hope you, thanks for tuning in. We love you very much. And I hope you have a good day today. Um, for the rest of you who are ready and willing for this torture, let's do it. Uh, the the pitch coming in on this first one is the cold lobster roll versus the seared sockeye salmon sandwich. What okay, is so the the winner? Okay, so the lobster roll is from Boston. It is from Boston. The, yes. Uh, the Ooh. salmon sandwiches from Ooh. Seattle. All right, so let's let's describe these. Uh, New England style lobster roll is a classic at Friendway Park and includes fresh Friendway Friendway Park. It's just the friends. You can only bring your friends to Friendway Park. <laughs> um, it includes, you know, the Green Monster is one of your friends too. You can. <clears throat> it includes fresh and local Yankee Lobster Company meat, herbed mayo, celery. That sounds- Wait, hold on a second. That sounds blasphemous. I I agree. I definitely agree. Uh, Herbed mayo, celery, and is sprinkled with lemon and chives on a brioche bun. Looks good. Uh, Lobster roll at a ballpark. I'm like wiggling. I'm wiggling my hand left and right, up and down, kind of a little bit to say, you know, Eh. Uh, Seattle's dish is the seared sockeye salmon sandwich. I'll read. I'll read this one. All right, go ahead. It's a Seattle staple. This mouth-watering salmon sandwich features perfectly seared wild sockeye salmon nestled in a fluffy brioche bun with the freshest arugula, tangy pickled red onion, and smooth and spicy house-made roumalade. It's a big chunk of salmon. It's a <laughs> giant. A bun. It, it is a at least four-ounce piece of salmon with some arugula underneath, some pickled onions. Um, and some kind of, uh, I, I don't even know, like butter or something going on on top. Not quite sure. What uh, what what are you doing here? Do we my pick? Do we my pick mm, is yeah. Go ahead. Sorry, my pick is the salmon sandwich. I'm I'm a sucker for salmon. Mm-hmm. Um, not not saying that I don't like lobster or a lobster roll. Now those are great, but a but a Seattle salmon sandwich, I feel like, I feel like you're getting like top billing. Then again, Massachusetts really close to Maine with the lobsters. I don't know. I accidentally selected. Go I accidentally selected Boston. How do I? How do I get rid of them? Uh, you refresh the page. Nope, that didn't do it. <laughs> it's only the first selection. Nope, oh no, that didn't do it. New window. Quit all of. Quit all I'm, of your browser. I'm I'm getting rid of the browser now. I'm burning the browser to the ground and I'm starting a new browser. All okay, right. Well, 
Enter the that, bracket. That then that then makes me think that you are also selecting the salmon. I just have a bad habit of clicking. Well, see, I like I like the salmon sandwich. They're both on brioche, so brioche is an, is sort of a non. It's a non-starter for me on both mm-hmm. of these. Uh, cold lobster roll is the thing that sends me over the edge. Lobster rolls being cold, fine, but you want like a like a warm, buttery lobster roll, right? Not a. I mean, the lobster should be, I guess, somewhat cold, but I'm gonna. I'm imagining not refrigerated lobster roll. This is definitely is what, made is off, made off site, shipped in. Yeah, not what we, I'm gonna go. We're we're gonna go together here into the night with seared sockeye salmon sandwich from the seattle we're definitely gonna have to pick up the pace here i know (laughs) every other every other food is just gonna get slammed through but we spent so much time talking about the salmon sandwich. it is it looks really good i mean honestly it looks great uh Next up right. is you describe the first one and sure. I'll describe the, oh, the bottom one. Right. The Chicago Cubs big slugger nachos, fresh tortilla chips, beef chili, nacho cheese, housemade chips, pico de gallo, sour cream, and fresh jalapenos served in a full size souvenir helmet. Okay. That's the helmet nachos. It is the big slugger nachos. Now, from the Rockies, we've got the monster chicken nachos. So it's a nacho on nacho. Or nacho e nacho. Um, the monster chicken nachos feature crispy nacho chips with a blended queso blanco, Azteca nacho cheese, slow cooked pinto beans, black beans, shredded seasoned chicken tinga, uh, fresh pico de gallo, Azteca jalapeno peppers, and topped with sour cream. Not in That's a hat. That's a lot of sour cream. Not in a hat. Not in a hat. Not in a Not hat. in a helmet. Not in a souvenir helmet. I'm going. I think, we, I think we got our winner. I'm going monster chicken nachos for this one. Really? B- because because of the chicken tinga sounds much oh. more appetizing than. And I would say it's not fresh jalapenos. They are pickled jalapenos and all that cheese, all all kind of that that chickeny goodness. I'm on, I'm on board for that. That's going to hold in the heat much longer in a cold Colorado night than this big slugger hat would. I, I thought I was going to go for the helmet the no, whole time. Absolutely not. I guess you're right. Are you convinced? You're going you're on uh, quality of food over the over the, the delivery method. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I'm convinced. All right. Next up is the Sriracha Slaw. This is Pittsburgh versus. Uh, Cleveland, Cleveland, Cleveland. I had to pick Pittsburgh's sriracha slaw chicken sandwich, crispy chicken with sriracha jicama slaw served on a bakery potato roll with, I would argue, um, a fairly suggestive pairing of two cherry tomatoes in a corny chone. Yeah. Um, also very slim description there, Pittsburgh, uh, Cleveland coming in with the library text here, the fat rooster chicken sandwich 
The Fat Rooster is a proprietary Southern-inspired quick-service concept serving fresh, made-to-order buttermilk-soaked chicken. The signature spicy chicken sandwich gets its bold flavor from a proprietary blend of spices and is served with house-made pickles and coleslaw topped with honey mayonnaise. That's how you sell a sandwich. I don't know. This is this is like the the lightning port of sandwiches. I don't. <laughs> I would rather go with the open standard sriracha. And and probably really probably not. Well, no, you're right. You're right. The the chicken sandwich does look better. It sounds better. It's a spicy chicken. But sandwich the fact that it's proprietary. I know, but the fact that it's proprietary implies just a, a highly litigious chicken sandwich. And I'm I'm just confused. But look at the photos. Look at the. Photos. I know you're look you're the, right. Look at the abysmal abysmal presentation from the from the pirates here. It is. It is. It looks like a slice. I would say. Excuse me. I want a full chicken sandwich. Half of the half of the image, though, of the Cleveland one is a box and and waffle fries, which are not listed on on this list as well. That is a bonus. <laughs> All right. Oh yes. Easy. All right. Easy. Sandwich. All right. Chicken sandwich from Cleveland. Next up, which I cannot believe is the pairing here. Arizona versus your San Francisco Giants. Arizona's entry here is the Churro Dog. The Churro Dog. Come on, say it right. <clears throat> churro Dog. A Churro Dog inside a Long John Donut. Don't know what that is. <laughs> with chocolate glazed, topped with frozen yogurt. Which in this photo looks like ice cream to me. It's got a bunch of other stuff on top. I haven't eaten it one of these. Like, this is definitely what they're known for, but I have not eaten one of these before. And it looks like the food that you make when you're like 14 and it's the middle of the night and you know that there's dessert. You have a around churro somewhere left over. You just went to the fair sure. and you didn't finish your churro, yep. but you got it, donuts it with and you. ice cream. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I would be impressed. I don't know. I would, it sounds like it sounds like a dessert fever dream. Versus, versus the uh, San Francisco Giants Ghirardelli World Famous Hot Fudge Sunday. This is a vanilla ice cream and handmade hot fudge topped with whipped cream, diced almonds, and a cherry. It's Ghirardelli. I know, and I've had this. It's good. I'm gonna go. I, I hometown favorite here, Ghirardelli. It's kind of hard to beat that. It's it's it really like is. what you were saying before. Uh, uh, Cleveland's proprietary blend with their housemate. It's like you're getting you're getting the best of the best here. I would agree. You just got to slap Ghirardelli I could, right on the hot fudge sundae. I couldn't. Uh, I don't think I could stomach a churro dog anyway. So that's just I would eat like just the end of the dog part itself. And then I'd leave the rest of the donut and let the let that ice cream slide right off. You know what? I, I gotta say, to improve the churro dog, make a larger churro, slice that in half, Ooh. and then put the ice cream in inside. That. Or, or just core out the whole churro, put ice cream in the middle like it's a big stuffed Twizzler, and eat it that way. I like. Frozen. I like where you're. Oh, you put maraschino cherries every like two inches so that every other bite inside the are the cherries inside the churro. Yes. How this is like a this is like a a, a garden hose size churro. Yes. Okay. 
<laughs> the next pairing is uh, Tony O's Cuban sandwich from the twins versus Pete Alonso's polar burger from your New York Mets. Mets. <laughs> I wanted to. I wanted to say. I wanted to say Nets, but that's the. That's the other one. Oh, that's the other sport. That's the Brooklyn Nets. Yeah, style. I know. I forget these days. So the twins, Tolera bread, pulled pork, ham, pickles, Swiss cheese, and Dijonese. I, it, it looks, it looks spectacular. It looks amazing. Let me, let me make it look more spectacular by describing the next Sure, sandwich. yep. Uh, the Pete Alonzo's Polar Burger, it's Pat LaFrieda's Black Truffle Blended Burger Patty, Ugh. New York Maple Spiced Caramelized Onions, Smoked Gouda Cheese, Lettuce Tomato, and Claw Sauce on Fresh Baked Brioche Bun. Now, you think, wow, all those foods sound fantastic. Black Truffle Blended Burger Patty? Uh, yeah, I'll take that. And then you look at the photo that they supplied, and you go, absolutely not. The, Are you kidding me? The amount of caramelized onions is proportional to the size of the patty here, and I'm not here for it. There is there is enough lettuce on this burger to supply 14 other burgers. Excuse me, get out of here. I want the rest of my sandwich. I think our choices is made for us. The Cuban sandwich all the way. Indeed. Okay. Toronto Blue Jays. I'm going purely off of the logo, folks. Like I am, I am trying my darndest. Uh, Didn't you have a podcast about baseball? Listen, I we're not good <laughs> at it. Never, pre- never <laughs> pretended to be good at it. The Toronto Blue Jays versus Walgreens. The Lumberjacks. <laughs> the Lumberjack Slammy. Uh, griddled spicy pork sausage patty on a big seedy bun. Sweet maple spread, creamy cabbage slaw, waffle fries, and tomato. The, I don't like any of those descriptions. <laughs> just a big seedy bun. You just don't want to go to that. Go to that <laughs> bun. That part of the bun. The the waffle fries on the sandwich just sends it over the top. Uh, this looks Wait, spectacular. You got to find out what they're serving at Walgreens, Kyle. <laughs> That's true. Hit hit me with it. Okay, Kyle. It's actually the Ooh. Washington Nationals. Ooh, I can't. I don't even have. How would you say this word? Uh, pupusa revuelta. Revuelta. Yeah, yeah. I can't say it. Mm-hmm. Sorry, guys. Uh, ground pork, uh, chicharron, and mozzarella cheese. That's it, it. That's all they're giving you. I honestly, the other one was very complex. I would take a pupusa at a baseball park any day of the week over some fancy pantsy sandwich. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah, this this looks it's hard. It's really hard to describe what I'm looking at. A pancake it's with so cheese simple. and ground pork in it. But also looks like it's served with um, like top, not toppings, but like something to dip it in or, or something um, to give it mm. a little more kick they're like like pickles kind of yeah uh like you said if i'm eating this at a ballpark i'm not taking the one that's stacked about 14 feet tall i'm taking the one that is simple and easy to eat and i can have a lot of them can't believe that they did pupusas instead of the uh the half smokes 
that they're so famous for there, but I, I'll take pupusas. That's that's good with mm-hmm. me. Uh, hey, hey, remember remember when we played that game where I walked around the Nationals ballpark and you had to guess whether or not the name of the food stand was a real name of a food stand or not? Oh, the memories. I don't remember that. But sure. All right. That is bringing back morning show 11 or whatever number we're on now. Uh, I can I can just go back and reuse old games that we once played. Incredible. Incredible. Yeah, I'm so excited. Uh, Next up is the Orioles versus the Detroit Tigers. The Orioles are bringing something kind of boring. It's a patty melt. Fells Point patty melt, beef patty, toasted sourdough, American cheese, fried onions, and patty sauce. Okay. The, uh, oh, well, okay. Detroit is bringing the chicken shawarma wrap, Kyle. Marinated chicken breast, tomato, lettuce, pickles, and garlic sauce wrapped in a locally sourced pita. (laughs) Just growing right off of that that pita vine, right on the, uh, (laughs) just pick, picked at the... The peak of freshness that locally I got, I sourced say, pita. I gotta say, neither of these. I, a shawarma wrap sounds great. I am looking at the Pick photo. A and it, better photo. This looks like I made it in my living room. It it's, looks like cafeteria food. It worse. I'm sorry to say. In, in fact, worse. I do have to select it though. Over the patty melt. Just because I feel like eating a wrap while in a plastic seat at a baseball game is going to mm-hmm. be easier. I'm I'm yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna dig this more than all right. All a right. patty melt. I'm on board. I'm on board. All right, all right. Chicken shawarma wrap. Because no one likes the Angels. Angels <laughs> are going against the entirety. Peanuts. The entirety. Of the MLB. Actually, you know what? Let's put them up against Blaseball at this point because <laughs> peanuts are definitely the Blaseball shtick. Uh, St. Archer pretzel, which is a like sort of big, thick, twisty, uh, hand rolled pretzel. This ain't no AMC pretzel, though. This is not the, the, <laughs> what is it the called? The Godzilla wrap? The barbarian <laughs> something or other. Half pound the barbarian. Bavarian, yeah, the Bavarian uh, barbarian. That's what it is. <laughs> Close <laughs> enough. Uh, this is a St. Archer blonde ale mustard paired with jalapeno cheese sauce with the pretzel. It weighs almost one pound versus classic, your classic peanuts. Which, again, let's, let's look at the photo of this. Pick mm. a better photo of peanuts. You could have, you could such a chance. You could have picked anything. You could have picked anything you except this picture. We got to pick the pretzel. I think we go pretzel. Absolutely. Yeah, we we, we, we pretzel. 100% go pretzel with that. Uh, next up is the Atlanta Braves versus the New York Yankees. Stakeout. It's, it's 1996. A, mm, it's a fried chicken. Excuse me. Excuse me. No, 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 no. Roll that back. I almost called it a fried chicken. It is not. Rip, 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 rip. Chicken fried steak. Smoky bacon topped with country gravy on a buttery biscuit. It, folks, it looks like a sandwich, but but it's a Thanksgiving meal. It's an entire breakfast, <laughs> sort of like 
mashed into one. Yeah. Uh, going up against the New York Yankees uh, Lobel's Steak Sandwich, one of Yankee Stadium's signature food items and a fan favorite is the hand-carved Lobel's Prime Beef Steak Sandwich, a thinly sliced USDA Prime New York strip steak <sighs> tossed in a gourmet blend scratch gravy and served on a toasted brioche bun. Oh, super simple. Super. This is, like I said, um, sometimes keeping it simple is a better choice. However, however. If I'm going to go to a ballpark and I want to have a ballpark food that I can bring to my seat and not spill anywhere, I'm getting the Yankees. But if I'm ordering food to consume immediately, <laughs> part part of the benefit here with the whole COVID protocol thing happening at baseball stadiums is that you don't have anybody next to you. If you're looking to stake out, like now's the time to do it. Yeah, just go buy one, get messy with it, lay out, just 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 sprawling. stick out everywhere. That's right. The bacon goes one way, you go the other way. But but which one are we selecting? I think it's really a question of country gravy versus like sort of light beefy a one steak sauce gravy. Now they the the Yankees sandwich they really they're like it's prime beef. It's like tip top. We're giving you the best cuts of this steak sandwich. That does kind of sell it for me. Mm. That does make me want it. I know they're selling. I know it's like a, it's a marketing tool, but it's working. And I know that the bacon on the steak out is not going to be good. I know that the, the gravy is going to get but everywhere. I know think, that the biscuits aren't going to be though, good. With the, especially with bacon. Often the way that sandwiches or you know things with bacon are constructed you get a certain number of bacon strips it's easy to count easy to keep track of easy to verify upon selection and redemption of that sandwich what you can't verify are the number of slices of the prime beef steak inside of that sandwich you could end up with just one little sloppy looking tongue of a prime beef slapped right in between those big soft pillowy brioche buns beef tongue is fantastic for sure what i'm saying is that you don't just want one and you can't verify that it's wrapped it's that's in the back they're just gonna go and grab you one you can't see whether or not that's a i'm sorry we are we are opposed here because because you were then you were then comparing bacon to steak and that's blasphemous like again how could you biscuit or brioche bun? It's not, it's not even a contest. Every time it's going to be a biscuit. I guess it's a Georgian biscuit. It's okay. All right. Let's stake out. Let's do it now. <laughs> let's get messy. Next up the Chicago white Sox versus the Milwaukee Brewers. There you go. Kaminsky Burger. Oh boy, look at this one. Two double quarter pound Glenmark steak eater beef patties. Chai Town Pico with the tomatoes, the relish, the sport peppers, the onions, the cheese spread, and a butter brioche roll. They're stacked. I don't even have to I don't even have to read the next one. I'm, I'm gonna go ahead. I'm gonna go ahead and look at it. Ooh. Okay, so this next one, it's the Milwaukee Brewers Double Play Burger. The burger consists of one Angus beef patty, 
And one Johnsonville brought patty topped with slices of Havarti cheese, Ooh. ale mustard, cherry compo- compote, sorry, and an arugula on brioche bun. Yeah, that sounds great. But I want the half pound burger, please. Mmm, <laughs> but yeah, I don't know if I want a cherry compote. On my burger? On my burger while I'm, but mmm. No. If we if were. I'm, if I'm at a restaurant, mm. totally. I'll get I'll get the the one that's uh, more finely crafted. Yeah. yeah. No, if you're I'm right. at a ballpark, you're right. Yep. Give me the calories because I'm about to 100%. sit down for three hours. Hundred percent. Yep. Kaminsky Burger. What I'm noticing is is there's a trend here with some of these ingredients. Can we like buy steak in like brioche coin or something? <laughs> is that a a brioche coin a brioche bun. coin i guess if you wanted bun to be coin. yeah mm. <sighs> next up cincinnati reds versus the texas whatever they're called these days rangers <laughs> <laughs> cincinnati chili cheese conies a specialty made hot dog on a steamed bun with mustard covered with cincinnati's best secret recipe chili Diced onions and a mound of shredded cheddar cheese. You get three dogs. Three. Sure. Sure. You might get three dogs. But Kyle, what about <laughs> what about the Texas Rangers? Boomstick. The boomstick is a two foot tall all beef hot dog smothered in chili, nacho cheese, jalapenos, caramelized onions, all on top of a massive potato bun. The whole thing weighs three pounds. That is a garden hose. <laughs> that, that is the feast that you bring to the entire section. <laughs> I would this absolutely. Is no contest. I, uh, two, a two foot long hot dog. Yeah. All right. All right. You're right. But it's not even it's not even that it's too it's you're right. I mean, it's the size of an actual baseball bat. Yeah, no, I know. I know. I know. I know. I know. I do really I I want the Cincinnati chili like that's and the the shredded cheese on there just I did I had 3 hot dogs for dinner, so I'm just like that that definitely is is more my speed, but we'll go boomstick. Yeah. Good. We'll go we'll go boomstick. Right. Um Next up, it is the A's versus the Redbirds. We'll go with that. Cardinals. uh, Same thing. (laughs) The Athletics are putting forth the pulled pork nachos, signature nachos with pulled pork, house-made queso, cilantro, jalapeno. There's no (laughs) tilde on that one. Guacamole, sour cream, and salsa in an A's helmet. Oh, that sounds fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um, the Cardinals, Kyle, are bringing the forehand nachos. Sorry, forehands nachos. Fresh corn tortilla chips topped with white cheddar cheese, pico de gallo, pickled jalapeno peppers, crumbled cojita cheese, sour cream, and green onion with a choice of pulled pork or beef to top it off. So kind of like mm. pulled pork nachos against mm. one another. You know what puts it over the edge for me? Uh Helmet. No, absolutely oh. not the helmet. The fact that the the Cardinals one has the crumbled uh, cojita, that is, that's the thing that sends it into the stratosphere for me. 
Uh-oh. I need it. I need it in my life. And I need... I only have two hands. But, <laughs> but the four hands... The, for me, it's the four hands. Okay. I'm going to guess you agree. I, no, I was, on, I was on board with the athletics, but uh, I accidentally selected the wrong item and now i need to clear my cash oh no <laughs> you gotta go you gotta go back through and select them all again i um, do we got four more we're, we're, we're trucking right along uh philadelphia phillies versus your miami marlins the philly cheesesteak of course obviously philly cheesesteak a sandwich made of thinly sliced ribeye and melted cheese on a long roll is synonymous with the city of brotherly love cheese whiz american and provolone are the most traditional ch- types of cheeses. They don't say whether they're on the sandwich or not. They just say that they're the most traditional types of cheeses. So you can decide okay. whether or not they go on them. But it's a it's a Philly cheesesteak from Philly. Yep. <sighs> and the Miami Marlins have. Oh, I got it. I got it. I got it. I was stalling. Um, mm. The Miami Marlins Cuban sandwich. Here we go. A touch of historical uh, local influence. The sandwich is made with boneless pork, ham, Swiss cheese, and whole grain mustard on a classic Cuban roll. This is the Cubano. This is the one where they press it yeah. down in the sandwich. Yeah. Yep. <gasps> this is tough. This is the hard one. Mm-hmm. It's tough. Two local delicacies head to head. Are you Cubano? Are you Philly cheesesteak? Which one are you going with? I think I'm going Philly cheesesteak. Really? Yeah, because there's a little bit, it's, there's more substance, you know? I don't want to have to get up again at the 7th. I want to <laughs> I wanna just get it, sit uh-huh. down, get the cheese, whiz right. it up, you know? Whiz it up? Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, all right. Essential cheeses? Mm-hmm. Okay, I guess we're going Philly cheesesteak. Okay. That was easy. All right. I don't know. I think we need to speed this along. <laughs> the, We're going to have really tough decisions later on, I'm sure. The Los Angeles Dodgers versus the Tampa Bay. What are they called now? Devil Rays? No, just the Rays. Just the Rays. All right. Devil well, Rays. That was like 2005, Kyle. Uh, it's fine. Okay. Uh, what's, what's, the, what's the Dodgers? The Dodgers are the Michelada Sausage. Why? Stadium exclusive Michelada spiced sausage with citrus slaw finished with tahine and chamoy nut crumble. This is for a fact very LA. I get it. They, they what they seemed to have done is rolled the entire bun in tahine. Mm-hmm. This is a lot. This is going to be a lot of flavor, like right up front. I yeah. would probably split this. Maybe, mm. but gotta say, definitely the flavors of Los Angeles, the flavors yeah. of a Michelada in a sausage. I have never experienced anything like this. I do love Micheladas very much. It's I, just weird. You don't go with the Dodger dog. Mm, no, 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 no. I know what, it's what, simple. I know hmm. it's, I know, hmm. but it's the Dodger die. What, what, are, what are the Tampa Bay Rays? The, whole, the entire MLB pulled peanuts out of their butts, Kyle. True. It's true. Anyway, uh, the Tampa Bay Rays, Kyle, get a little of this. 
beer braised short rib grilled cheese. Do I do I need to go further? Yes. Okay. Beer braised short ribs, cheddar, Havarti, and Swiss cheeses, caramelized onions, horseradish, horse, can't do it, horseradish cream, sourdough bread, and kettle chips. I know my selection. It sounds, yeah, it sounds, it sounds, it sounds really good. I'm sorry that, I'm sorry to the entirety of LA that your, the flavor of LA is losing out to short rib grilled cheese, but it is. Yeah. Next up is San Diego versus Kansas City. The Burgundy <laughs> Pepper Tri-Tip Nachos. Oh, boy. From San Diego. Look very good. Uh, Cardiff Tri-Tip is a San Diego favorite. Tri-Tip Nachos are served with cheese sauce, a large portion of chopped up Tri-Tip, drizzled barbecue sauce, sour cream, and sprinkled green onions to finish it off. Yeah, but going up against the Kansas City Brisket Tacho. Signature smoked and seasoned in-house chopped beef brisket layered with homemade baked beans and cheesy corn, then topped with coleslaw and sweet baby rays barbecue sauce okay. served on a bed of tortilla chips in a souvenir helmet. Yeah, it's Kansas City all the way. There, oh. I, I think it's just sound. I love tri-tip. Sounds amazing. I, I would love a tri-tip nachos, but... Kansas City barbecue brisket in a <clears throat> helmet nachos. That that's it. True. Yeah. Uh, last up here, and then we'll get into round two. Whoa, you're right. We need to pick this up. The Houston Astros versus the entirety of the MLB. Uh, Houston Astros have trash can nachos. Oh no, I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> cowboy fry. That was good. You got me off guard. Got Guy Fieri <laughs> just sending sending signals. That's right. Reading pitches. Uh, Astros Cowboy Fry. <clears throat> fresh cut fries topped with queso blanco, brisket, jalapeno, ranch, diced green onions, pickled jalapenos, more jalapenos, and onions, more onions, drizzled with a barbecue sauce topper. Yeah, versus going up against Cracker Jacks. Cracker Jacks. And guess what we're selecting? Cracker Jacks. Cracker Jacks. Absolutely. Because Astros, you don't deserve anything. <laughs> also, doesn't sound good. To be honest, doesn't doesn't sound good at all. Round it's, two coming at you. Yeah, Seattle's, far too much. Mm, Seattle's Salmon Sandwich versus the Colorado Rockies Monster Chicken Nachos. Okay, here here come the debates. Here come the, the actual like <laughs> fights. Because, okay, before round one, lots mm. of like competitive, um, like sandwiches or sure, nachos yeah, yeah, yeah. going up against right. nachos. Double, pa- double patties against each other. I got it. I got now it. we got now we got a salmon sandwich going against chicken nachos. Oh boy! Do I have a fork? Uh, you're sitting in your seat. You do have a fork. And your selection is... Am I, am I in the park that this meal is from? I guess that's that's the trick, right? Are you selecting just the food item or are you selecting the 
home experience. Stadium. Yeah, no, it's the got to be the home stadium of the place that because you've selected because it's gotta these be. items are are uh, uh, singularly located at the home stadium. That is you correct. Can't, you yes. can't get the same They're sandwich. inextricably linked, yes, to that particular location. So we're now selecting food items in concurrence with the in-park oh, experience. I've been doing that the whole time. I don't know where you've been. What I'm saying is that it has a, a larger impact now. Sure, absolutely. Which is why we're selecting the salmon sandwich. Of course, of course. Just that Seattle S- smell. A seven o'clock start time mm-hmm. with a salmon sandwich in your hand. Mm-hmm. As the sun starts to set, you get the ocean breeze that nothing beats that. Plus, Very it's going it, it's, <laughs> it's to stay a little warmer, I would argue, in wrapped sort of in between those two buns than the cold nacho cheese would on on a cold Colorado night. It's just not going to be good. It's not going to be good. You're not going to be able to pay attention to your nachos because you're going to be your head's going to be up watching every single homer go out because it's the Rockies and you score a thousand runs every game. Yeah, baseball. baseball. Uh, round two here uh, in round two, the fat rooster chicken sandwich versus the Ghirardelli world famous hot fudge sundae. So okay, this is the proprietary uh, chicken blend versus proprietary versus Ghirardelli. proprietary. It's pretty good. Yeah. A good, good, good one together. Again, we have to start selecting park experience a little more if we're going dessert versus chicken sandwich. The thing that's probably most sad about the Ghirardelli Sunday is how small it is. Yeah, it's, it's not a meal. It's a, it's an amuse bouche. <laughs> okay. All right. You know, you know, but but you can celebrate National Wine Day in San Francisco easier. Mm. Cleveland chicken sandwich. Never been to Cleveland. Don't know. I I think I'm going to go hot fudge. Yeah. I'm okay. biased, though. I'm biased. <clears throat> yeah, me too. Uh, <laughs> Tony O's Cuban sandwich versus the pupusa revuelta. Oh, boy. That Cuban sandwich, though, I know it's because it's oh. got the shredded, the sort of the pulled pork on top uh, on on the big old Tolera bread. It just mm, mm. the pupusa, though. The pupusa, I think, I though, think, I think, well. <sighs> would I rather be eating a Cuban sandwich watching the twins or a pupusa watching the nationals. Yes, because I could eat eleven pupusas. Absolutely. Just I think I'm non I think nonstop. I'm eating pupusas. It's the cheese. There's a lot of cheese inside. The cheese is not getting cool. I I think I have a thing with like cold cheese for some reason. Must it's just be. a yeah. I I I, I don't know. I don't I'm know. going to the Lincoln Memorial the next day. <laughs> and you're bringing a pupusa with you. That's a leftover right. pupusa. Yeah. Uh Detroit Tigers versus the Angels here, chicken shawarma versus the Saint Archer pretzel. I got it. This is it's a no the contest. pretzel. It's yeah. the pretzel. Yeah, absolutely. Sorry, 100%. sorry, Detroit's cafeteria chicken shawarma <clears throat> steak steakout, which is that uh, that biscuit with the gravy and the bacon versus mm-hmm. the Kaminsky burger, the double with the butter bun. Ye- I'm selecting the burger, hands down, hands down. Stakeout, sorry, 
you were going up against a, according to Kyle, a pitiful steak sandwich. Now you're going to you're going up against a half pound burger on a buttered bun. Pico, relish, sport peppers. All right, yeah. Well, all right. We'll go burger. We'll go burger. Uh, yeah. Boom, boomstick versus four hands nachos. No contest. Boomstick. Boomstick. Yeah, you're right. Uh, Philly cheesesteak versus beer braised short rib grilled cheese. Oh boy. Every time you say those words, I just want to go to Tampa. Yeah, the beer braised. I, it's it, right. <clears throat> of course. Right, right. Yeah. Okay. Last up, brisket acho or Cracker Jack. Um, I, now, here's the thing. Of course, we picked the Cracker Jack over the Astros because barf. Um, brisket acho now kind of wins by default to me. I'd rather have brisket nachos from Kansas City. I think this is cracker checks. This is the last like souvenir helmet I think we have as well. So I'll I'll do that. Let's keep it in the running and let's move on to round three. There's just four matchups here and we need to decide which one moves on. Seared sockeye salmon sandwich versus the hot fudge sundae. Okay, so here here's the here's the true dilemma now. Um, we're going beyond park experience. Now we're like in the middle of a game, right? Okay. Do you want to have Put me there? Put me there. Hold, All right, hold on. Put. All right, cool. It's the third inning. Um, you're situated. You have your one beer in, but now you're hungry, right? Ooh. Uh. And All right. You've got the option. These are both these, sorry. These are both Pacific Coast um, night games. Are you going to go up and stand in line for a salmon sandwich or are you going to go stand in line for a hot fudge sundae yeah yeah sorry san francisco oh we're stand- oh what? oh what? No, that's not what i thought you were gonna say <laughs> i'm i want to pick the salmon man a salmon sandwich does not does not beat hot fudge are you kidding me <laughs> I'm not a dessert person, though. Oh, my bias can only take me oh. so far. <laughs> I don't know. I wait in line. I wait in line because I know I wait in line for the hot fudge Sunday because I know that it is consistent. It's consistently just somewhat mediocre, but it's going to be good no matter what. Like no matter how you construct that hot fudge Sunday, it's going to be so good. Are you, well are you basing whatever this the on was. the the off chance that the salmon sandwich you get is going to be meh? You're worried about that? Imagine, so the photo is definitely taken during the daytime. Can you imagine yeah. yourself eating a salmon sandwich at night? You're not eating it in the dark, you idiot. Abs- <laughs> abs- absolutely not. <laughs> absolutely not. A salmon right. sandwich is not a nighttime food. A All right. World famous hot fudge sundae is nighttime. I suppose. I suppose you're. And and if you happen to come to a Giants game hmm. on one of the weird hot days during the summer, and you're going to a one o'clock start, you probably want the hot fudge sundae. Want the hot fudge the- sundae? Absolutely. All right. You okay? My bias is back. Pupusa <laughs> revuelta versus the Saint Archer pretzel. 
I don't want to, I don't want to sit there eating a pretzel for three oh my innings. Gosh, what? When I can have a pupusa or multiple. Now, here's the thing. Am I having just the one item? Because we've been talking about these pupusas as as though we are eating so many of them. Eleven. <laughs> right. Yeah. But but these are single food items going up against each other. I can't mm-hmm. order 14 hot fudge sundaes to go up against one salmon sandwich. I guess as many pretzels about, as I get, I'm getting pupusas. Right. Yes. Yes. One order. One order. Okay. All right. I think I'm going to have to select the uh, the pretzel then. I'm selecting the pretzel as well. To it's, soak up all that beer. Absolutely. 100%. Okay. The Sox Kaminsky Burger versus Texas the Boomstick. Yikes. Okay, this is like monster versus monster. This is like Godzilla versus King Kong. The Boom... I think it's the Boomstick. I think I need to be here to argue for the Kaminsky Because... Burger. Because it is so, it's unique. You carry it like a briefcase. You <laughs> no, you carry it like a baby. You have a you, bassinet. You have a full-on right. stroller for this thing to get right. it from from the food stand to your seat. Potato bun, three three pounds of food. This is feeding a section. That's what I said. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Versus it, it the the Kaminsky burger still a lot of food. More of a kind of, you know, handheld, well, personalized Here's the thing. thing. I, could, I could definitely tackle a Kaminsky burger by myself. I could not eat the boomstick by myself. Am I into sitting at, the, at a ranger game and sharing my food with, I guess, the people I bring? Mm-hmm. But, but I kind of want to eat. I want to eat my food. I want to eat. What I ordered by myself. Please let me eat the item that I choose. I don't have to feel obligated to share it. Can I get a boomstick mini? No. You can't get a broomstick. No, not boomstick. Uh, a broom boom wand. I can't. Th- I don't have any more. I don't know. I don't have any more uh, in me. <laughs> burger. Uh, all right, burger. All right. Oh, man. I. Oh, that hurts. Beer braised short rib, grilled cheese, or brisket acho. Yeah, I'm picking the uh, the grilled cheese. Oh, oh, it's not what I thought you would say. <laughs> Every time it comes up, we all, I'm, but we, I'm like but, salivating. But we, but we already have a sandwich. We already have a sandwich. So? It's a burger. But it's a helmet. It's a helmet with nachos in it. It's a helmet with nachos, yeah. House smoked, signature, chopped beef brisket, beans. Hey, can I really quickly, um, especially if the listener, if you've made it this far and you're still paying attention, and you're also filling out your own bracket. Hey, Kyle, guess what? You can just click on the other item. You don't have to undo anything. Why didn't I think of this? I don't know. What's wrong with us? What did we select? I accidentally clicked on the grilled cheese, and I'm like, Kyle, I gotta select the grilled cheese. I've already selected it. (laughs) What are we? What are we selecting? Ah, man, I really, I really like the sound of the beer bray short rib grilled cheese. But Kansas City brisket in a in a 
it's uh, the grill. The grilled cheese is just like just a tiny bit of beef with some tater chips. It's really nothing. It's nothing. It's nothing special. No, no, no. It is special, but it is definitely a fantastic catalyst for me to make something like that at home. Oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. These brisket achos, this is unique. You cannot get this unless you're in Kansas City, either close to or at the stadium. Final four. Hot fudge Sunday versus a pretzel. Yikes. Yikes. Okay. Now, now the bias really sets in because in 2002 at the World Series, the Angels beat the Giants in Game mm-hmm. Seven. Ah, and, this hurts. And I'm still, and I'm still bruised by it. So it hurts. of course I'm gonna say the Giants, because shame on the Angels for beating us when we were up five <laughs> but runs it's with a, the but, seventh inning. But it's a pretzel. But it's a pretzel. Who cares if it's a pretzel? I can wait for my Ghirardelli's uh, hot fudge sundae to melt, and I can drink it. Can I drink a pretzel? No. Can I dip the pretzel in the sundae? <gasps> that sounds amazing. That sounds fantastic, but no, that's that's also against the rules. <laughs> <laughs> I'll fly the pretzel up and I'll just dip it in the sundae. Oh boy. All right, are we going Sunday? Are We're we... going Sunday. Kabinsky burger versus brisket acho. Okay, so I've of course I've been like a huge proponent of the chicago kaminsky burger and i've never been there i've never eaten it it's just from the photo and from the the description it's just like that's my food man that's like exactly it's like that's that's me on a burger that's what exactly what i want i don't want to eat that okay but the brisket acho that's a hot dog which we just discussed in the last round is so unique Mm -hmm. i can build a i can build a big burger Mm-hmm. It's not even a big burger. Let's be honest. It's not even a big burger. It's not Half even a big, pounds. It's not even a beef. Big, yeah, it's not even a big burger. I ate three hot dogs for dinner. Okay, again with the hot dogs. <laughs> I guess we gotta pick the nachos. <laughs> Brisket at final. Final. Da, 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 final round. <laughs> final round. <laughs> MLB food fight bracket. It is time to select the winner now. Do it. Yikes. Mm-hmm. You hit that same frequency. Hot fudge Sunday versus a helmet full of nachos. How did we do this to ourselves? <laughs> we knew it was going to happen, right? Yeah. Now, here's the best part, Kyle. In 2014, yes. the San Francisco Giants beat the Kansas City Royals on the back of Madison Bumgarner pitching uh, what was it six no five relief innings in game seven five scoreless innings in game seven to win the World Series Mm -hmm. and of course we're gonna select the Ghirardelli world famous hot fudge Sunday that is correct. And we did it. That's but you a, can bring those nachos a, uh, to the game. <laughs> I can. Oh, you. I think we're just hey, sitting. We're, hey, we're Royals. Sit, uh, when we're you're sitting, visiting, we're sitting next to each other and you're bringing. I'm getting two Sundays. I'm holding both of them in my hands. You're bringing two helmets. And then we'll then we'll eat. We'll eat them together. Yeah. Actually, that doesn't sound very good. 
No, not really. I think I'd get a stomach ache. You can uh, listen to the other episodes that we released last week um, where we played a round of Pop-Tart or not, as well as uh, another round of Gordon Ramsay's Zero Ingredient. Goodstuff.network slash morning show. You should also check out some of the other shows on the network. We mentioned one at the top of the program. You can also check out season six, I think, of I Have No Idea What I'm Doing. You should, you should listen to that program. You should also um, call your mom. You should wash your feet for once in your life. It would probably help. Um, no, 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 no. Keep the record going. Don't wash the and feet. It may be just a like fill the salt container once in a while, would you? Uh, you ran out just a couple days ago, and it really doesn't take that much effort to just pull down the whole salt container and then fill the container again, and then you'll have it when you're cooking. It's helpful. Um, but that's that's all I have for you. Okay. Until then, bye. Bye. See you later in the week. <laughs> <laughs>